everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. Here it is, podcast number one for Cliffo and Kate. We've done it. Halfway through the show, the air conditioner broke. <laughs> and we were sweating. It was like, getting a little hot in here. Sweating like dogs, weren't we? We were, but it's cooler now. It is, yes. It's like a ref- well. I've always said, Kate, in this studio we operate out of, there's two temperatures: hot as hell and cold as Antarctica. <laughs> so you've experienced both. Um, but show number one, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. One in the bag. I'm excited for number two. Yeah. Feeling feeling fresh. We uh we had a great guy in today, Rylan, yes. uh, and his sick mullet. What a first guest yeah. to have on the show. He's only a kid, and he won Townsville's best mullet. Well deserved too. It is. It's a beautiful mullet down to his shoulder. He talked us through his uh, hair care sort of regime. Yeah. I mean, the minute we saw him on the front of the bully, we're like, "Yep, that's the that's the first interview <laughs> guest for us." Um, also, you can hear a sweet story on Kate's son Bo. He's five years old, and his graduation from daycare on the weekends. A um, little bit of tears. There was a few tears. I was hoping to get some on the pod. Tears equally no, is. No, but tears. I made a few good stories for both of us today. Uh, you yeah. had a nice little story about uh, you and Matilda going on a little daddy-daughter daddy daughter date that sort yeah. of didn't pan out no. the way you thought it was going to. Uh, we got the pressure test as well. Brand new game for Triple M Breakfast. This is the first ever Cliffo and Kate podcast. Enjoy. Cliffo, you and I first day working together, which is pretty exciting. And I figured we probably need to sound each other out, get to know each other a little bit. And I thought we'd play a little bit of a game this morning. Yeah. A little game that I like to call. <laughs> I'm, used to, I'm used to the women in my life playing games. With me, so. <laughs> Hi, Mish, if you're at home. Um, so a, a game I've come up with. Oh, look, it's not a new game, but I'm calling it Two Truths and a Lie. I love it. One of my faves. So you're, you're going to tell. Three little stories. I'm going to tell you three little statements. One of them is going to be a blatant lie. Okay. So I'm going to give you these three statements. Feel free to ask me a couple of sort of follow-up questions just to sort of sound out whether it's uh, truthful Mm. or whether it is a lie. Uh, And then you're going to make a a call at the end in terms of what one you reckon is a porky pie. Yeah. Okay. Lovely way to get to know Kate by lying to us. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me. Number one, I was on a documentary TV show in New Zealand. It's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have never broken a bone in my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number three, I have climbed to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Okay. So I've taken notes. I've written down Doco. Good to see. Good. Yep. Bone, Doco. Bone. Yep. Just a so broad summary. Anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, good luck deciphering <laughs> those notes later on. Uh, can I ask questions Yeah, you can ask some follow-up questions. I've got my poker face ready. What was the documentary about? Um, I was in a uh, musical in New Zealand, yeah. in Auckland, when I was living there, and we had the equivalent of like the ABC following us around, uh, yeah. doing a documentary on the cast and the okay. show that we were in. I didn't like the length of time you took to figure out the word okay. musical. There was a long, ah, musical. Well, I was trying to think whether it was a musical or it wasn't a musical. Never broken a bone. I find that one mm. hard to believe because, like you said, it's our first day on air together, but we've known each other for months. And you're a pretty outgoing kind of person. Yeah, but I'm not a psycho so, adventure, like, no. you know, jumping out of a plane sort of person. 
but you are the kind of person who would climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, Where is that? Kilimanjaro. Um, Kilimanjaro. It is in uh, Tanzania. Okay, right. Mm. Not quite Everest. Not quite Everest. <laughs> it's on the to-do list I, for next I have year. to go with my gut. What's your gut, And I have to say... Look, despite the umming and ahhing before the, I was in a documentary about a musical, I think that is the truth. I think you were in a documentary. I think you have climbed the mountain because you're quite a physical, outgoing person, which leads me to say I think it's a dirty, rotten lie that you've never broken a bone. You'd be absolutely correct, mate. <sighs> mate. Well done. Yeah, bounty. Yeah. Day one and he's already day, doing day it. Day one, mate. Getting the job done, To Cliff be fair, I. like the broken bone one, I have only broken one bone in my body and that mm. was my arm and I was at a wedding in Fiji. Yeah. Uh, there was some beverages and yeah. I was on the dance floor and um, I, I didn't make it to the, uh, the main meal because I ended up in a Fijian hospital in a cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's my soul, ever, it's my soul um, broken bone. Only ever broken one bone but broken plenty of hearts. Oh, please. I'll catch you, Bob. Australia officially has our first ever queen, other than Queen Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Going tis, tis, tis. <laughs> I've been here forever. Um, but big news overnight. Um, Crown Princess Mary of Denmark is now Queen Mary. What a great story. They met um, at the Slip-In, which is a, a, a pub in Sydney, and uh, she she had no idea who he was. And I think one someone came up to her and said, do you have any idea who that yeah. was, like an hour later? And she said no, but what a love story. I don't and think everyone, I don't think anyone knew who Frederick was. No, like, no. He was here for the 2000 Olympics. Correct. Yeah, it was 2000 Olympics. Yeah. Um, she's Australia's first ever uh, Aussie-born queen. At 1 a.m., Mary joined Frederick in a joyous and emotional presentation after ascending the throne. So Fred's mum, Queen Margareta, um, she's 83 years old. She abdicated. Yeah. I think it was New Year's Day, wasn't it? I think it was over the Christmas break she yeah. made she made an announcement that she was going to abdicate. And look, she, I mean, she's in her eighties. The lady's entitled to a little bit yeah. of downtime. I think it's I think it's great. This is what I love. Like not as much of the pomp and ceremony as we've seen, like when you know King Charles mm. was coronated. Um, but they still have like you wouldn't be a royal family if a Disney movie's taught me anything. Like you have to have a balcony. <laughs> you do. And um, Fred and um, Mary they came out on the balcony, and I want to play. I got this little audio grab. So when they came out on the balcony, Fred caught Mary by surprise right? with a smooch. Oh. And the crowd went wild. I'll, I'm going to play. This is the crowd going wild. And then cannons fired just after the smooch. <laughs> and then kaboom. Sounds like my house at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, cannons fire at my house too, but it's not romantic. We've just had a severe weather warning. It was just cancelled as we came on air this morning. And anytime there is weather news, there is only one guy uh, that we talk to. His name is Nitzo and he's from Weather IQ. Mate, thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning and welcome to the morning, uh, the breakfast. Yes. It's great. We're completely out of our depth, but we're, um, we're, we're, we're literally paddling through it this morning, Nitsai, because it has been a very weathery 24 hours. Um, what is happening right now? And, mate, what can we expect for the next few days? 
Yeah, look, we've had uh, some rain locally. We've had 30 to sort of 60 millimetres in some of our suburbs. Uh, the severe weather warning that was issued for the region has been lifted, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, we've got a weak low that's going to form off the coast of Cairns, about 100, 200 k's off the coast of Cairns. Uh, there's a monsoon trough that, uh, that sort of attaches to that low. That low is then going to start pushing away from the coast from tomorrow. So that will probably decrease the amount of weather in our local area. There's still a few showers about through the day today and then still a few showers about through the next few days across the, the city and the surrounding area. Any of the heavier shower activity, probably more so towards Ingham, uh, if there is going to be some heavier stuff, it's going to be up that way over the course of the next couple of days while that low is sort of putting itself together and then going to push away from the coast. I need to stress this part because there's a lot of stuff showing up on social media already Mm. that low this week is going to be pushing away from the coast pushing away from the coast so we still need our brollies for the next couple of days and it's so yeah, there's still going to be a few showers around. It's it's not going to be a completely fine day, but as I say, hopefully not too many showers around to to, uh, to annoy us through the day. Uh, now, the key thing I said there was this week that low is pushing away. Now, mm. there is some potential for that low to start coming back at the coastline next week, but we'll need to sort of just play that by ear. It's not a set in stone type of thing. And, and you know, if we talk a bit later on in the week, we might have a slightly better idea of what might happen next week as we push towards Australia Day. Well, we might do just that, Nitsho, because the minute you, you mention a tropical low, that's, of course, what can turn into yeah. the C word, which gets <laughs> the southern media absolutely <laughs> a buzz. But uh, for the man who's actually always in the know, it's Nitsho from Weather IQ. Um, thanks for your time, mate. We look forward to chatting to you more on the Cliff and Kate Breakfast Show. Thank you very much and that- good luck with the show. Thanks, thanks mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Clifo, some big changes in the Gibalt house this year, 2024. I've got a new job, new career, really, new industry mm. for me. Um, and big changes for my son, Bo. Uh, Bo is five and he starts uh, big school. Big school this oh, year, man. starting in prep, which is really cool. That's um, next week, isn't it? Yeah, twenty second. He'll he'll start. So, um, looking forward to that. But he's just finished his daycare or kindergarten, and over the weekend he had his graduation. I hope you had the time of your life. Literally, everyone's graduation. That was, that was my year twelve like, graduation I song. Think if it wasn't for Green Day, we wouldn't be able to do graduations. <laughs> Did they do the um the the like the gown like they, the Hogwarts they gown? They did. They had the the, the black gown. So and I the, remember my daughter's. It's gorgeous, Kate. It was. It, look, I as a. Look, when I was 30 and single, I used to look at these kids graduating from daycare. And I thought, mm. this is ridiculous. I never used to graduate from daycare and stuff, but it was, it was such a, it was such a great morning. It was, it was quite emotional, actually. I sort of shed a few tears really? and it was really nice. They, you know, they, they get their little awards and they had um, a big board up, which was before and after their first day of daycare and their last day of daycare. Um, now my, um, institutionalized son was at daycare at the age of four and a half months. Yeah. So the picture of him and when he started school, he had one of those little helmets on his head, you know, he had mm. a bit of a wonky head. Yeah, yeah. So there was him at four and a half months old and oh. then my now my big five-year-old big boy um, with his graduation sort of, yeah. you know, thing on. It was it was, it was was so nice and it was really emotional and the teachers were even emotional as well because it's hard for them. They're with someone for, you know, um, some of these teachers have been there throughout his whole little career at daycare. Yeah. So it was a it was a big day, but it was it was really nice. We're so he's gonna, graduated. Later on this 
this year, at the end of this year, we wrap up ten years continuous, wow. like one child at, at the day at the same daycare well, center. Mate, that that's going to be me. Good start, Golf Links Drive. Shout out oh, to those guys. Mate, Which was your? Where did Bo go? So Bo is at Milestones in South yeah. Townsville, and shout out to those guys. I know a lot of them will be listening this morning as well. So just, I mean educators, you know, and and daycare teachers, gosh, you know, they do such a really dang good job as well, yeah. you know. Um, they do a really good job. But, look, it was it was fantastic. He's graduated. He's now at Osh at his new school. It was a great party. Um, what was, school is he going to, quickly? Uh, he's going his to Hermit Park school. Primary School. Hermit, okay. <laughs> Hermit Park Primary. If five-year-old little Bo is anything like his mother, <laughs> Cyclone Bo is on the way. <laughs> Triple M's Secret Sound. Cashed up thanks to Queensland Country Bank. Imagine more. Yeah, because we're on New Breakfast Show, there was talk like, do we keep the secret sound, do we let it go? And we were like, no. When Everybody loves the secret sound. you've got a nugget of gold like that, you're not going to let it go. And who doesn't want to win some cash in the hands? I, I was shocked that they've, um, they've coughed up 200 bucks. That's a, to launch the secret sound. That's a nice night out in Townsville. Dinner, a couple yes. of drinks. Yeah, Love movie. It. Yeah, movie. Birch, Carol and Quill in the city. Reading and Cohen, if that's your bag. Warina. Any more cinemas in Townsville? I think I've, <laughs> I've listed them all. Okay, uh, give us a call. one triple three five three. What is this secret sound? Okay. One more time because it's new. And we'll go to Dan, our first cab off the rank. Dan, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? Good, buddy. Um, all right, day one. Brand new secret sounds. Kate is in the dark, just like you are. Um, what are you thinking, brother? Yo, I'm thinking it is a money counting machine. A money counting machine. Oh, a machine. money counting machine. Oh, Kate does have plenty of those. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, Dan. Uh, Dan. Nah, it's not right, man. Thanks, guys. Having a red hot crack. Uh, Dick's next, Dick. Hey, Dick. Welcome. Hey, mate. Thank you. What's the game? What do you What do you think, mate? What about putting an index screen back into the window? Uh, what was it? Something in back into the window. Insect screen, yeah. Ooh, insect screen back into the window. Not a bad guess. Oh, yeah. How would you know? You don't know what it is. I don't know. You don't know. It, it sounds a like a good guess. It could be, it could be an absolutely Dick, shocking guess. Dick, Dick will call us every day with his predictions on the secret sound, won't you, Dick? Has it paid off, Dick? Have you, have you won the secret sound in the past? I have a couple of times, yes. Okay, well, you haven't you? won it today. Oh, thanks sorry, for calling, sorry, Dick. Dick. Call us again, mate. Um, Tilly's here. Tilly, what's your secret sound guess? Um, are you using a chainsaw to chop wood? Chainsaw? Well, anyone who knows me would know that I can't be trusted with a chainsaw, Tilly. <laughs> but now it's incorrect. Okay. Thanks, Sorry. Tilly. Thank you. Is the bum bum too much? Is that? No. That's all right. Uh, just Maybe be, for a 12-year-old. Don't want to be too much <laughs> on our first day. Uh, Kerry, we're going to end with you. For $200, what is the secret sounds? Look, I think it might be the Townsville Dome finally starting to crack. Oh! A couple of little cracks around the edges. You reckon the rain's going to sneak through, Kerry? Oh, let's hope so. Look, I hope you're right, (laughs) but no, you're not. You're wrong, Kerry. Thanks for having a crack at it, mate. Thanks, Kerry. Good on you. There's a lot of things that'll break the Townsville Dome, but it's not the secret sound. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to throw 20 bucks at it. $220 tomorrow with the secret sound.
We are getting to know each other, Kate. We have over the last few months. Mm. Um, we're getting to know our new listeners. Very excited to have you here with us at Triple M Breakfast. Um, one thing you'll find about me is um, very much a family man. Yeah. I have my wife, Michelle, my nine-year-old daughter, Matilda, who goes to Ryan Catholic College, mm-hmm. and my son, Charlie. He's four. He's still, he's in kindergarten this year and a good start on Golf Links Drive. And anyone who has had um, a number two child, so you relate to this, you got two I do. as well, Kate. Yeah. They can be attention suckers. They, they can sometimes <laughs> demand the attention of the whole. Well, we found that too, I think, because number one, uh, with our nine year old daughter, Matilda, her whole life she's been very quiet and sort of six to herself yeah. or whatever. And my son, Charlie, is like a bull at a gate, like evil Knievel. So I try and do a thing at least like once a month, like a little daddy daughter date. I love that. Well, it's just a because, tr- like, like I say, Charlie's such an attention sucker. My son, I try and do something special for my daughter, and it was daddy daughter na- date night on um on Friday, and all week she was really excited. Um, she gets to choose where we're going for daddy daughter date night. It was dinner on Friday night. This is so cute. And all week she was so excited because we were set to go to Frank's Pizza Napoli. Love Frank's. I love Frank's. What an institution in Townsville. Yeah. A real institution. I tell you what, you don't leave that place hungry though, do you? The serving sizes are massive. Those schnitties are literally off the plate, but it's, I don't know, it's like the tomato sauce is baked into the walls there. It's just, it's so authentic and um, she reckons it's the best bolognese in Townsville. And she was so excited. And like I said, we've been talking about it all week. And um, she puts a cute little dress on and, you know, <laughs> I kick on my Burks because <laughs> I live in Townsville. Um, and we head down to Frank's. Um, we get there about 6 o'clock. And Frank's Pizza Napoli was closed. Oh, no. Nothing against Frank's. They've taken an extended Christmas break. I think they, like I, there was no sign or anything. So I rang the number and the answering machine said, I think they're back this Wednesday or Thursday or something. Don't quote me on that, but no Frank. I guess they're entitled to have a little bit of a break, mate. Yeah. I have a similar story. I've got a great uh, fish and chip shop in South Townsville that I go to. Yeah. We went in there last, I called last week and yeah. again they were on leave. It blew out my whole night. Yeah. So what did oh, you do then? So I'm feverishly Googling all the other Italian restaurants in town. So I knew, you know, we're in Curl and so I knew Fast the Pasta is out at Cannon Park and I'm throwing all these options and she's mm. like, oh, I wanted Frank's Bolognese. Oh. I wanted, and I'm like, all right, well, you get anything then. You get to choose because it's daddy daughter date night. Um, so she did choose another restaurant, and I hit record when we were there. Um, and this is the restaurant she chose. So enjoy. So Frank's was closed. We couldn't go there for daddy daughter date night. So Matilda, where have we ended up dining in, having a lovely dinner together? McDonald's. <laughs> daddy daughter date night. Yeah, Matilda's choice. I will say I took her to the nice, like the newer Maccas in town near the stadium. Uh, is it Ogden Street? I don't know. It is Ogden near, Street, is mate. Ogden I was there Street? with my son Bo literally last week as Word, well. Right. Yeah, it's. I had a feeling you you were going to say McDonald's. Isn't that funny? Well, it's, you know, it's probably not the uh, the place that you were hoping for. You're looking forward to probably sinking your teeth into a pizza or something, were you? Nah, What'd you get stuck with? Quarter, a big large quarter pound of meal. I loved it. <laughs> Townsville's 102.3 Triple M. It's Cliffo and Kate. I was thinking hard about what sort of music we should fire off to welcome our next guest in the studio. And I think you and I combined, Kate, we've settled with. Unanimous. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. 
Welcome, Rylan and Zach. Thanks for, for joining us. Mm-hmm. Now, Rylan, tell us about this mullet. You've just recently won the Townsville Bulletin competition for Townsville's Best Mullet. How long have you been growing this amazing hairstyle for, mate? I've been growing it for about three years now. Three you're, years? You're 10 now, is that right? Yeah. What is it about the mullet, Rylan, that, that interested you? Uh, so when we were at a barber once, uh, we were looking for hairstyles and I saw the mullet and it was really, it looked just really sick. It looked really <laughs> sick. It's pretty, 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 pretty reasonable enough answer as well. What do the kids at school reckon of your mullet? Uh, some of them copied me, actually. Do they? Yeah. It's, it is. It is interesting, Zach, because looking at you, you're wearing like a bit, dad, Zach. Everyone, you're you're wearing a business shirt. You've got a very tidy cropped bit of facial hair. Yeah. Very, very tidy. Short cropped, back and sides. Short back and sides. Professional looking haircut. I wouldn't have it any other way. Where did this come from? Um, uh, it's not from me. I'm going to blame his mum on this one. Um, <laughs> uh, she allowed it. I was uh, my 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 ex ex army brain didn't like it, but. Um, we tolerated it. We we tolerated it on the proviso that it was going to get cut after he won something. Won something? Yeah, after he won a, a competition. Turns out that was a big fat lie and he loves it too much. He's convinced too many people at school. It's the greatest thing he thinks since sliced bread. <laughs> and uh, if anyone needs any tickets to the Ryland show, he's pretty keen on handing them out. So that was the deal, Ryland, if you um, if if you win the competition. Is the, the bulletin mullet competition the first one you've won? Uh, yes. Right. But surely the- surely got to go national or state after this, don't we? Is it like a Queensland's best mullet you're going to enter? Hopefully. Hopefully. We're going straight to the summer nats next year. I fear. I don't know. I'm just kind of with Rylan on that too, Zach. I feel like cutting it now is like, I don't know, you've yeah. won the gold at the Commonwealth Games, but you're not going for the Olympics. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, <laughs> come too far to only go this far. far. What is, do you ever have any issues? Like I know some schools, Rylan, have like a dress code or whatever. What's, what school do you go to? Uh, Cranbrook and we mostly Cranbrook. just- yeah, use the uniform they give okay. out. So they don't mind the hair at Cranbrook? No. That's good school, Cranbrook. Rylan. Keep the dream alive. Rylan, I have short hair, so I don't really have to sort of wash it or shampoo it too often. What's the maintenance like on a mullet? Do you have to shampoo it, wash it, do your hair dry it, do you straighten it? Condition it, shampoo it, brush it, many, um, yeah. He stepped up from the soap and he's gone to the uh, to the mum's fancy stuff. So Ooh. he's not messing around when it comes to his maintenance. There is strict schedules involved, uh, and sometimes it even involves mum and dad to get out those special knots. Wow! <laughs> Have we ever mixed it up with like a plait or a braid through the mullet or not? Yeah. Mum's nodding. Oh. <laughs> oh, too, too much of dad's. Um, stress, yes, unfortunately. God, um, I think mullets lose. The minute they're braided, mullets lose all sick value. All don't they? sick value. They lose it all. No. Yeah. Well, it, it is fully sick for now. Uh, Ryland, the minute I saw your face on the front of the Townsville Bulletin and, you know, we were building this show and I said to Kate, this has to be our first guest. And here and you are. That's how in sync we are. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, guys. And Ryland, don't listen to Dad, mate. Just keep growing that mullet. <laughs> yep. Thanks for joining Kate. Thanks, guys. Triple M's pressure test. Ten questions, 60 seconds, and a grand in the hand. All right, our CK was our crash test dummy. He had a crack just before 8 o'clock. It was a modest attempt, but I'm hoping Gav can do better. Gav, currently, this is so good, mate. You're currently sitting out the front of the Seaview. Is the Seaview even open at 5 past 6 on a Monday morning? No, mate, no, no. I'm just sitting in the car park across from the uh, the coals. Okay, right. I Very see. nice. So you're retired, are you, Gav? Uh, semi-retired, yeah. 
What are you doing with yourself? You're cruising up and down the coast. Are you in a maybe caravan or something like that? Uh, cruising around Australia, actually. Around oh. Australia? Well, welcome yeah. to Council, Gav. <laughs> Thank you very much, mate. What a great place. It's uh, good to see some rain. Yeah, man. Well, and by the way, when the sea view opens, a fantastic crumb steak, mate. So enjoy that. And maybe enjoy it on us with $1,000. It's the pressure test. 10 questions, 60 seconds. Get them all right. Gav, you get a grand in the hand. You good to go? Uh, good to go, mate. Best of luck, brother. Speak up nice and loud for us. 60 okay. seconds on the clock, Gav. Your time starts now. Pizza was first made in which country? Italy. Who sang the song Never Gonna Give You Up? You can pass. Pass if you want. What was Pixar's first ever movie? Pass. Emetophobia is a fear of what? Ash. What year did man first step on the moon? 69. What nickname is given to the Burdekin Bridge? Ash. How many strings are on a violin? Four. What organisation has the words blood and fire on its badge? What Australian animal doesn't need to drink? Animal. What is the main ingredient of souffle? It's not Gab that doesn't need to drink out the front of the stick. Few too many passes today, unfortunately, Gav. Yeah, you, mate, you, you did well in terms of pizza was first made in Italy. Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up was sung by the one and only Rick Astley. Pixar's first movie, Toy Star. Now, this is a weird one. Emetophobia is the fear of vomit. I think uh, we've all got a little bit of that, <laughs> don't we? No one actually enjoys um, it, do they? Mate, correct, and that the man did first step on the moon in 1969. The old Burdekin Bridge's nickname is the Silver Link, uh, and blood and fire is on the br- bridge, uh, sorry, on the badge of the Salvation Army. So let's go for one, two, three. Oh, Three. Yeah, about three. Three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah, thanks for having a red hot crack out of brother. I know. Thank you guys very much. Thanks, Gav. Enjoy your, uh, your travels and enjoy Townsville, mate. Day one on the job, and I did what I think about half of Townsville did across the Christmas New Year break. I've done something that you and your hubby Matt have done with the kids before. Mm. And like I said, I swear half the population of Townsville was at. Cairns Coconut Resort across the break. It's, it's a, if you've never been, I love that place. It's a winner. If you've got kids, you absolutely need to go there. They've got everything there. They've got the water slides. Mm. There's like a water park. Um, there's pools galore. You, you actually don't need to leave. And we didn't. We didn't actually yeah. leave the whole time we Have were there. Have you been to our big four at Thierringen? No, do you know what? Apparently, no. there's, there's like great water parks, all the stuff for the kids. It'd be there a great too, staycation. Let's yeah. be honest, you don't have to travel yeah. too far to get to Derrigan. So, yeah. mate, like I said, a lot of uh, Townsville up at Cairns Coconut. Um, there's something that I notice every time myself, my wife Michelle, and, and my two kids, uh, when we're driving up there, just past Ingham, one of the most unusual slash creative. Mm letterboxes I've ever seen in my life. Okay. it's. I think it's just like on a star picket. And like I said, it's just, if we're travelling to Cairns, it's just north of Ingham. You get sort of, it's probably like five minutes past Mixed Pies. 
Um, and there you will find a letterbox, like a mailbox, that someone has repurposed to make out of a microwave. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? This would be this would be a real novelty for the uh, the postie when he goes to actually deliver the mail, has to open the, the well, microwave thought, thought, and pop in the like, mail. It doesn't, but imagine if it worked. He could pack like a like, or she could pack like a lean cuisine or whatever. This is true. Warm is up it, lunch is it open down or do the they route. stick the mail on the top or so, how does no, it no. So it's just it looks like just a cheapo um you know, just a Kmart or a Big W or whatever microwave. It's on like a star picket. Okay. And I guess the postie just has to write up and like it's not plugged into anything. You just press the button and it just opens. I, like I've never pulled over and have a look. I, I imagine the spinning plate's not in there. I think this is a good use of, you know, recycling, no yeah. waste to yeah. use a, an old microwave. A very creative um, mailbox. And it got me thinking, I'd love to get calls on this. Give us a call, Townsville. one triple three five three. Most Townsville's most creative letterboxes hasn't got to be in Townsville, but have you in your travels seen mm. a creative mailbox? Because I think the repurposing of a microwave into a mailbox very, very Who's creative. Who's given posh names to normal things now? I was saying, I said Malay. What did you just say, microwave? That, that's I think Nigella. Let's stick to the point. <laughs> One triple three five three most creative. creative. Mailboxes. I love that. We growing up as kids, I grew up um, down in Sydney, um, not right in the centre of Sydney. We had five acres and horses and that sort of stuff. And our old. Lives in Townsville now, guys, has for seven years. Correct. Keyboard warriors, take note. Townsville is my home. (laughs) We've got a pretty boring um, letterbox now. But back in the day, we used to have one of those really big milk. um, Oh, like the jug thing? Like a really big jug thing. Yeah. They were popular, weren't they? Really, really popular. So milk used to be delivered in those sort of back in the day. Actually, we used to have a milkman that still used to deliver our milk into our um, old wow. school sort of letterbox. So we grew up with one of those. That was pretty cool. Um, but we, I'd love to hear from listeners to hear yeah. what the most creative letterboxes you've seen. Maybe you've got one. Maybe your neighbor's got one. Maybe you've seen one in your travels. I thought maybe because you're pretty well traveled too. I thought maybe like you go overseas or whatever, often across Europe, and they've got like those mailboxes like are like little houses. Oh, they have cute. like little roofs little, and stuff like that. Little versions and, of their own houses. Oh, mate. Very cute. You know you've made it when you've got a little version of your house <laughs> as a letterbox. One triple three five three. Add to the list. We've got the microwave. We've got the milk jug. Uh, what's the most creative letterbox or mailbox you've seen? Love to hear from a postie. I love that. One triple three five three triple M. Daniel, good morning. Hey mate, how are you? <laughs> is it true? This is exactly what we wanted. Is it true? <laughs> you are a postie. I am a postie, not at Oz Post, but I am at a simpler, uh, sorry, similar company. Okay. Uh, we see all sorts. Which part of Townsville do you sort of rep around, Daniel? So I'm actually a um, sort of a relief driver, so I help out all the drivers. Um, okay. So I see all of Townsville, especially Northern Beaches. Lots okay. of stuff out there. Okay. I feel like we're going to get a full list from Daniel. Come on, mate. You've seen some stuff. Give us, give us have you got like a top three sort of crazy uh, mailboxes that you've seen? Oh, there's a couple of them. There's uh, people make big, uh, big mailboxes out of big, big drums. Big, uh, I've seen a big, big pink pig. A pink drum pig. Pink pig. Oh yeah. Um, I've seen a. There is on Black River Road a beautiful mailbox. Yeah. It is literally their house. Oh, Kate said that before awesome. we played the hunters and collectors. There, you were like, what? you know, a little version of the house as a mailbox. It is fantastic. It is a really cool novelty to live there. 
Um, there's heaps of mailboxes out there. Lots, oh, sorry, obviously, there's lots of uh, microwaves out there. Is that right? Is that quite popular? I've never heard of this until Cliffo mentioned the microwave that he saw. So what, you just sort of press the button and it opens and you stick it. Do you get a little smile on your face when you're delivering mails to microwaves? Well, the best ones that I get are the um, the really old-timey ones where you can actually flip up the the little thing on the side of them. Wow. There's just really a lot. There's there's heaps. There is – the, the best ones are the ones that have big, flashy numbers, so I can actually see where they are, but, you know, there's... um Said <laughs> like a real postie. Big numbers, guys. <laughs> it's all about big numbers. It's Triple M Breakfast.